I'm going to owe everybody a big favor. What favor? An amazing episode five. Episode Whoa. five. Look at look at our ring card. Yeah, girl. Stacy. She check is. Check her out. Stacy. Stacy, I'm going to have a little fun with you right now. Stacy is. She is what we call our senior card girl on the on the days. <laughs> Although Stacy, even though I just called you senior card girl, Stacy, you look like you're about 19. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, you can you're say welcome. that all the time. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Different kind of senior. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, Anthony, what shirt you got on right now? I got my Italian stallion shirt. Italian stallion shirt. Yeah, okay, yeah. Stacy, what are you wearing? Sly Stallone no, shop. I have the. I can't okay. sing or dance. One. You can't sing or dance. Where'd yeah. you get that shirt at, Stacy? The Sly Stallone shop. The Sly Stallone yes. shop. Hers is approved. Okay, yeah. I'm wearing my Rocky uh, Sly Stallone shop shirt. And you know what? You all would have seen my <laughs> Stallone shop shirt if yeah someone didn't <laughs> screw Poor up. Anthony. If we didn't have technical difficulties last night, because uh, oh. as you know, we filmed these episodes a little early. So if we didn't have we didn't have technical difficulties last yeah. night, Anthony. Yeah. I sent you the video. What happened, yeah. my Explain friend? Explain yeah. yourself, man. <laughs> well, it's it's not a grand story. It's totally my fault. The technical difficulties that Mike spoke about, he, he was being nice. He was being nice. Um the technical difficulties was my mentally regular brain. <laughs> I just forgot. That was it. I just forgot. You sent me the video. I forgot to put it in. In his defense, I can tell you we are bombarding. I mean, I'm bombard bombarding yeah. him with pictures, videos, True. and it just True. keeps going up and up and up. So, you know, in the thread. So I'm sure that's where it got lost. No, don't All excuse right. me. Yeah. I forgot. But it's no. going to be. We're going to put it in. <laughs> episode five we're gonna see it just before uh the interview our guest yeah we are i'm gonna make it right so we're, we're gonna see mike's well-produced video episode five epic epic collection yeah epic collection yeah yep. so for sure so just so everyone knows watching i swear to god i did not go to anthony and stacy and say i didn't get my seven minutes of fame put my no. video in no. i literally said let's no. not even play it let's not do it yeah. anthony was like no no no, no we're playing it. me yeah. my mistake i said that's okay right. i said fine. that's right yeah all this right. has nothing to do with him uh it's all on me. So I'm going to fix it. Right. And <laughs> I wanted want it in. It. Mike didn't want it in. I'm putting it in. Yeah. I, beautiful. And, sure. and, Anthony and Stacey, there's nobody else I'd want to take this journey with. Uh, technical difficulties aside, there yeah. is nobody I want to take this nobody. journey with other than, than you two. Oh. And I got to tell you, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been getting a lot of private emails. Mm -hmm. I've been getting a lot of PMs on mm -hmm. social media. Mm hmm People really seem to like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not Rocky fan. Yeah, it really we is. Sure do. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so proud of us. I I'm so proud of our little podcast. And yeah. and I I just want to say all the Rocky fans that are tuning in and just kind of sending us their stories. Uh, just thank you. My, I mean, thank my you. God. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. because it's like um, you inspire us. To keep yeah. doing more. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, an right. energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 The yeah. energy is, yeah. is Stacey huge. Stacey hears yeah. uh, so many. Mike, you hear so many. Mm -hmm. But 
I think Stacy though, you 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 kind of hear it all day long, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not working. I'm not working the way you guys are. So th <laughs> but, this but, is my life now. <laughs> I'm so yeah, happy. Stacy interacts with everybody. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. She's like our agent slash manager. Or, she's uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, really. She's got yeah. many titles. She's got many. Thank titles. you. You're very but nice. She hears a lot of these comments. We yeah. hear them. And that's why we keep saying to people, send mm -hmm. them. We love them. Yeah. It fuels us yeah. and mm -hmm. lets us know right. that we're doing something different. Yeah. So yeah. Can keep going. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The stories are, are, I mean, we can all relate to each other's stories. And the other thing that I'm noticing, yeah. Mike, we said this earlier that people are coming in saying, oh, I thought I was the only one who did that or struggled yeah. with that or whatever. And, and we all have the same struggles, same disappointments, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and yeah. that's why I think bringing these stories forward, whether you even send them in anonymously or with your name, right. you never yeah. know who out there, who else is out there. That's like, Oh God, yeah. I'm not alone in that, you know? And so I, I am hearing a lot. Um, I love that. Yeah, I, I really do because yeah. I know how alienated I was in, in, in high school. Yeah. I was 15, 14, 15, 16, 17 years okay. old. I was the odd man out, square mm -hmm. peg, round hole. Mm -hmm. That was me. And and to know, I mean, I to know that there was no there's no social media, there's no mm -hmm. Facebook, no we we'd have computers in our house in 1985. Right. Are you yeah. kidding me? So, to to be able to do this for fans now is it's very rewarding, and it just adds to um i it adds to my purpose in life you know i always thought my tours are like a were a purpose for a bucket list mm -hmm. and i think these podcasts uh, from my view mm -hmm. it's almost like a natural extension of my mm -hmm. tours and yes. so it, just, it continues yeah. my purpose i i feel i feel like it's um uh you know worth getting up in the morning doing it's yeah. Good. It's yeah yeah that's 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 so nice it's so true because i've always wanted to do broadcasting um, yep you did this, anthony I'll, I'll you, you said that form of broadcasting right? yeah totally yeah totally and i mean not everybody that, yeah not everybody's going to be on cbs radio right not right. everyone's going to be howard stern right. well what what can you do you could yeah. do a, a podcast on yeah. what you love yeah and to combine it with rocky and and to do it with you two yeah come on get out of here guys we're Just, having a blast yeah, yeah <laughs> forget on. about it forget, forget about, about it. it yeah forget about it <laughs> Oh, all right you want me to do my megalodon fans yes i would love yes. to hear your megalodon fans. megalodon fans that's the official title all right it. we got um after amy's episode we got a message from her boyfriend jay which is beautiful yep. uh he says mike stacy anthony you guys are amazing amy has been beaming and smiling ear to ear nothing is better than seeing someone you love more than anything get to talk about her true passions their life and struggles and share it with the people who understand and completely relate thank you from the bottom of my heart i was like what a good guy and i answered him back i said well we're just so glad that amy found her rocky with you my dear because yeah you know she yeah. she was beaming mm -hmm. uh kate from the uk i heard from her <laughs> did you <laughs> she's thinking about it oh okay she's can, upgraded can i she's can i just talk i want i want to talk about kate just for a moment sure yeah. please all right so uh earlier today i uh, kate and i kind of message each other quite a lot and i didn't realize this but you can jedi mind trick kate <laughs> I use the powers of the force right. in Jedi speak to you get her. Come on the show. You, you will, will come on the show. Will come, yeah. Yes. She'll Kate, come. She's Kate, I want Kate. Listen to me. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait. 
You I'm will. Yeah. Listen, Kate. Listen, <laughs> Kate. Kate. You will come on the show. <laughs> These are the droids you're looking you're for. Looking for. <laughs> These are the Rocky fans you're looking for, Kate. That's right. Kate, come on the show. You are awesome. You have a great personality. She is adorable. You made yep. me laugh on our tour. So please consider coming on. I know yep. you're shy. We will treat you delicately. It will yes. be wonderful. And, um, you know, trust us. Yes, right? for, sure. Right. for sure. For sure. I just wanted her to know that. All yes, right. I'm glad you said that. She, she, ooh. Oops, I can't hear it's you a, for a moment. It's, it's a natural <laughs> fit. It's a total natural fit for her to come on. Yeah. Show. Unlike Stacy's ear pods. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that don't seem like a natural they fit. They don't fit. Yeah. Okay, moving on. And <laughs> Kate and, and, and Kate and Annie have uh Amy have made connections. So that's adorable. And then yeah. I heard from um Eric over in Japan and he Japan. I thought this this was this is our our, our marine wow. soldier. He th he thanked me for the shout out, and he uh, he went on to tell me that when he was a kid, he's from Woonsocket, Rhode Island, and oh, wow. all, uh, yeah, all his friends called them called him the Woonsocket Rocky, and I was oh, like, oh, yes. I love that. Yes. I'm like, I gotta talk about that because uh, nice. I just thought that was so sweet. Then um, a fan story which is adorable, and this is kind of Arnie Arnold's. Um, Ask, but he said, you know, I saw Rocky one when I was 12 and 83. I'm almost 50 now. He works at a youth club in Belgium. He's been there for over 15 oh, years. Wow. He realized that his main goal with teenagers is to support them, make them realize they have the right to dream bigger than they think and to allow ah. themselves to imagine life outside of their small Belgian city um, and to at least try, which is better than only dreaming about it. That sounded very Arnie to me. You know what I'm saying? Ar Arnold and some of his um, some of his motivational yeah. speeches. Right, right, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but um, very Rocky as well. Oh yeah, Stacey, absolutely. Yeah, Stacy, book him. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Rick no, he's on my list. He doesn't know it, but he knows. Okay. Now. <laughs> yeah. Good. He's on my list. Yeah. That's the type. Of, that's yeah. exactly the type of individual yeah. we were reaching out to. That type yeah. who wants yeah. to push it forward. And then he said, um, I guess this is my way to share what I felt when I discovered Rocky as a kid. And it feels good to know Rocky is inspiring and impacting um, after so many decades. So he was adorable. Yeah. Um, YouTube t-shirts, the YouTube feedback. People did like the t-shirt idea. Yeah, so far, did, so far. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. And then three questions for you, Mike. I think you can answer these quickly. So one, okay. uh, one question from a young man. Brad Hurley, he's only 14. Uh, you were on the set of the Creed. He wanted to know how long does it take to shoot um, the Rocky, pardon me, the fight scenes. Like how long do the fight scenes take to film? About three and a half, four and a half to five days. Depending. Days? Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Because it's an enormous amount of setup okay. for, for 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they got to move the cameras and they only have so many cameras. Now I can tell you one of the things I will say is that Sly was a little frustrated on the set of Creed two mm. on the set of Creed two. He felt that the director was doing a little too much mm -hmm. filming. He had gotten all the key shots and Sly was telling him, listen, I've done six movies on this. Yeah. I know when you got what you need to get, you got it. Yeah. And he was really trying to 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 help him out. And I know that was part of a little bit of the frustration Sly felt during Creed 2. Mm. But that's a whole other, like, 
Whole other segment. That's a whole other thing. And we want to hear yeah. about it. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. will. We will. Yeah, um, right. Then That's his amazing. dad. His dad was wondering: Would Mike ever consider doing a live Q and A with fans, either on podcast or on Instagram? You know how they do the live um, yeah. on Instagram. You've done them before. Yes, I, I would happily do that. So maybe we'll announce it. Maybe on next week's show. Maybe we'll yeah. we'll announce it. Well, I guess. Okay, so this will be next week's show. The, what we're doing right. right now is next week's show. So yeah. maybe in two weeks. We'll mm-hmm. announce a time so yeah. that everyone could chime in, mm-hmm. send their questions, and then I'll do a live. I'll sit in my little rocky room here, and people can ask me whatever, and then I will go to town, and I will try to get every, yeah. each and every question. Yeah, he'll be excited about that. He Definitely. loves your stories. He loves your stories. Um, oh, that's good. Thank you. And this was interesting. Rob Kerr, he asks um, you specifically, Mike. It says, um, before meeting Sly, did you hesitate? At any point, or almost say no, which I I don't think you did. And he goes, "It sounds crazy, but did you ever think that if it doesn't go well for whatever reason, would the magic then be gone, like the Rocky magic? Would it have been gone if, say, you met Sly and forever, whatever reason, it you didn't connect?" So That's a good question. So the broad answer is no. The short answer is yes. Mm. There was actually a time where I did consider. Um, and it all has to do around the Rocky contest. I don't know. Do you two know the story behind the Rocky contest, the national Rocky contest that I won? Yeah, I I've heard, heard of it. Of I've heard it. about it. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead and tell it again, though. All right. Here's the deal. I think this will be our story for our next podcast. Okay. Because I, I, I'm looking at the clock. I'm very aware of our time. So we've got, <laughs> we've got about five minutes before we bring in our other our, our, uh, our interview. Because yeah. actually, people don't know this. Today, we're doing this show. Boom. The opening. Whole thing. The interview and the ending. We're yeah. doing it all, all right now. Yeah. We're, we're killing it all in one shot today. Yeah, we, yeah. We are, we're murdering it with like a rusty spoon. Okay. Yeah, that like, right. That's it. We are. We are. So yeah. my, my mother, my mother will appreciate that. My mother's a huge Agatha Christie fan. So I, I have a feeling we're going to have to like message um, our interview and we're going to have to tell them that we're running maybe three I, minutes I'm late. doing that right yeah. now. So yeah, let them know we're, we're just yeah. We're, yeah. we're just a few minutes late so put him in holding. We're so, working. Yeah, put yeah, him in, exactly. the, in the green room. He's in the green room. <laughs> yeah. Put him in the queue. He's in the put, him, put him in the queue. So my mother, she is a huge uh, murder mystery Agatha Christie um, uh, reader. She loves all books. I mean, that's where I get my love of reading from. And um, so what was my point? Wait, I had a point. You're you Rocky were murdering contest. something. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're no, Rocky no, contest. no, Stacey, you're right. We're murdering it with a rusty spoon. <laughs> if that was the murder weapon in a book, my mother would be like, oh, my God, the murderer used a rusty spoon to murder someone? What the hell? So, anyways, hi, Mom. Love you. Okay. I love you. Mo- oh, All right. Yeah, love you, Mom. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So, uh, I'm going to do Stacy. Jesse. <laughs> our, our secret signal yes yes that's going to be my story for the next the next show the rocky okay. contest it's a really really right. good story yeah. okay it, it, okay. it really is yeah it, it and really in is. and in that you're going to answer your question of your were you a little yeah was i hesitant were you hesitant? About, yeah uh, yeah and remind me of the question so i can work the question okay. into the answer yeah okay stay tuned i, okay. I, I got it in the spreadsheet beautiful 
<laughs> Stay tuned. All right. What's next, guys? I want to hear. I think Stacey, Stacey, do you have anything else on that? No, I, I was going to say Olive Garden. Yeah, we want to hear the oh. story that you promised about you. Olive Garden. An <laughs> Olive Garden debacle. Something. All happened. right. Please All right. fill us in. All right. I'll try to be as succinct as possible. <laughs> so. Uh, eBay has been a wonderful thing, and it's also been a detriment to my bank account. <laughs> eBay, <laughs> as any Sylvester Stallone fan will know, eBay is a great place to go for a lot of prop. Before the Sly Stallone shop, which we mm. talked about in our last podcast, uh, before the Sly Stallone shop, there was eBay. And eBay, you can really get some amazing collectibles. Well, there was a time a few years back where uh, the movie studio put out one of the championship belts anthony i sent you a picture of me holding my championship belt would you <laughs> would you put that, that there i am yeah here i am there you are in my whole hawaiian shirt and i'm looking yeah. at the belt and why am i looking that way i'm looking that way because this belt has caused me a certain amount of constipation all right <laughs> All right. So remember this photo as I tell you this story. We're going to put All it right. back up. All right. We'll put it back up. All right. So uh, a few years ago, I won a bid for one of these rare studio belts. Now, this is so rare. Now, you, you could not get a Ring Magazine Award belt when I was growing up. This was, yeah. as, as our friend to the show, Danny Watley, would tell you, this is a... Rocky fans dream come true to have one of the ring belts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a real belt. This is absolutely real. This is the belt Muhammad Ali was given in the middle of the ring before he fights Chuck Wepner. Wow. That, of course, inspired was the catalyst for Sly to use it as a vehicle for boxing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. So I said, okay, boy, what, what could you do for a, for a, uh, how could you get this? Well, the stu studio puts it out. I, I couldn't afford it at the time. Well, I could finally afford it, and I see it on eBay. And the eBay price, it started out at 50 bucks, and it quickly rose to $320. <laughs> not that big of a deal, really. Right. $320 is not exactly what you would call a mini fortune. But, you know, you you when you're married and you, <laughs> you have someone who's the bookkeeper, you know, you just want to be accurate on these things. Okay. So I put it on my bank card. I won the belt. Nice. And I didn't earn the belt like Rocky did, but I won the belt on a bidding. Okay. So bidding war. I, yeah. Bidding war. So my a wife's bidding fight, a bidding fight. So, uh, when I win later that night, I go upstairs and I say to my wife, um, oh, God. Hey, I I uh, I just got the belt on eBay, and she, mm. and nonchalantly, she goes, "Oh, how much was it?" And I said, twenty." So I said, "It was about like hundred and fifty bucks or something." And she goes, "Okay." <laughs> she she could care less. She could have cared less if I paid a thousand dollars for the belt didn't matter to her right. she knew what it meant to me and she mm -hmm. was incredibly supportive as she is with all my rocky stuff mm -hmm. three weeks go by 
I get the belt. It's as beautiful. It's as sexy. It's yeah. as amazing. Yeah. As it is in the opening of Rocky. Yeah. Three. Yeah. 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 Yep. Shiny. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah Better yeah. than my tinfoil one I made as a child. Exactly. <laughs> See? Do you still Ooh. have it? Yeah. Well, Anthony, I want to hear that. Story. Wow. Made many of those. Oh, I oh want to hear God. that. Yeah. So I I realize it's eating at me every day, every night. I'm kissing her good good night for bed. And I damn well know that the belt costs three hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> but I realized she's not going to find out about it because I paid for it with my PayPal account and I control my PayPal account. She doesn't see that. So she could go in. She has my passwords mm. to see it, to open it. She could go see it at any time. Right. But in my mind, I, I'm saying to myself, why didn't you tell her it was $300? She's not going to care. No, no. I've got to lie. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to be deceitful, ugly, a liar. Uh-oh. So oh, no. we go. I I can't live with it anymore. And I've got to come clean and tell her the truth. This is like three weeks later. I'm not sleeping. I'm getting like two oh. hours of sleep at night. I feel horrible about this, right? Oh my god. So I, I call her at work. I'm like, hey, Honey. what do you say we go to one of our favorite places? Olive Garden. Oh no. This Olive Garden that we went to is is spectacular. It's one of our favorite places. Mm. There, there you go. It's the Olive Garden in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is the actual Olive Garden. I took a we took a picture of, and this this is it. Okay. Mike doesn't mess around. He he finds the actual Olive Garden. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Out of eighty five thousand Olive Gardens, <laughs> this is the right. one we went to. He doesn't just Google it. He takes a, the actual. Photo. I I chose Olive Garden because I knew uh, if I could tell her the truth in a in a restaurant setting, she would be less likely to cause a scene to kill you be, to kill mm -hmm. me. Okay, because there'd be so many witnesses. So we're sitting there. We're sitting on one of the high tables, right? And we're looking out, you know, the parking lot, the 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 road, and the trees, and the lovely scenery. And I said, uh, "Hey, I gotta tell you something." And she goes. Yeah. <laughs> the face. And she's ready. She's she ready. Knows. She, knows. she knows. She thinks like I've got like another family in like yeah Poughkeepsie <laughs> or like you know Utah. You know yeah. I've got like another wife and like nine children or something. And, and she's waiting for me. Decided to tell yeah. her at the. I want to tell her this right. Yeah. 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 So I take a drink of my wine and I tell her, uh, you know that Rocky belt I bought. And she goes, yeah. Yeah. And she go, I said, it wasn't $150. It wasn't? I said, no, it was uh, $320. And I still can't look at her. And she goes, <laughs> she starts laughing. And she goes, why would you have lied about that? <laughs> she goes, you know I don't care what you spend on this Rocky stuff. I know what it means to you. I Aww. go, I was humiliated that I paid $320 for a Rocky replica belt that I didn't earn as a boxer that I got as a Rocky fan because I'm so sad and pathetic. And no. She, goes, oh. she goes, no, no, she goes, that's wonderful. So anyways, that's my bargain. little, 
I got a bargain on it, right? Because now they go for like six hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, they they've oh appreciated. God. They've appreciated. <laughs> oh my God. So yes. So now I tease her. I go. Eh, I guess I made a pretty good call. Three hundred bucks, right? But yeah. Now there's six hundred. But that's how much it bothered me that I didn't tell her the truth about it. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. yeah. What a I great know. guy. Oh yeah, I'm the best. Oh yeah. Oh no, but she earned major wife points right there. That was awesome. How oh, sweet. Yeah. It, so exactly. Sweet. She earned yes. major wife bank purses. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean purses, not purses, credibility. I right. say right. wife bank purse because yeah. whenever we go to like a a a, a, a bigger city with like a Michael Kors or a, a Versace or whatever, and she looks at the purses and she goes. I don't know. This one's kind of expensive. This Michael Kors purse is really nice. Jeez, I really like it. And I go, ah, yeah, yeah, but you know, it's like four hundred bucks or three hundred bucks, whatever. And she goes, yeah, it's a little expensive. <sighs> but you know that Rocky belt was a little expensive. <laughs> too. That Rocky belt I, I was okay right, with, right? Yeah, that I was okay with. Yeah, she gets, right any, away, purse she she gets yeah. any purse she yeah. wants. She gets any purse she wants. She has that earned story. it. Exactly. She goes, she, she has wife bank money. Yes. Yeah. She oh does. yeah. She does. She, but does. she does. She does. It, it was. It was. Your delivery was great too because you were feeling so bad, like it was something massive. She was thinking, yeah. "What is this guy gonna tell me?" And then it wasn't that bad. So right. <laughs> she kind of laughed about it, which was everything worked in your favor there. She's she's amazing. She really yeah. is. She could have yeah. beat the hell out of me at yeah. Olive Garden. Yeah, and she, she didn't. She chose to laugh. And then we enjoyed our uh, uh what what did we get? I think we got um uh not clams casino. She got uh, a soup salad and I think I got chicken palm. That's, that's yeah, that's right. That's what we got. It could have been she could have beat you there, but it could have been worse. She could have. She could have yeah. made you wait till you got home. <laughs> no, <laughs> worry, she the it, whole it, way home. Right. It, instead, she let me eat the chicken parm. Yeah. She let me just say, "Okay, exactly. go ahead, fool." No, yeah. no, no. She came home. I think we watched an episode of like Breaking Bad or Sopranos or something, <laughs> and then we went to bed. It was fine. I was like, "That's that's who's great." I tell you. Uh, she's amazing. She's you, amazing. She's so, she's great. I can't wait to get her on here. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. she is going to tell such stories. <sighs> Maybe we, she sees we can tell me. her side of the story. Oh <laughs> yeah, she is really, and I really hope she's honest about it because some she may pull back. I don't want her to pull back. She has some funny ass stories. Yeah. <laughs> she really, really imagine. does. You guys should ask her about the time I broke down and started crying on the giant potted plant outside of uh, a Rockefeller Center after I just met Sly during the when he signed my four books for uh, um, Sly Moves. Oh, what an embarrassing story! Uh, what I would have been crying too. Oh, I totally get the that. Thing. What's the yeah, difference? Yeah, but Stacy. I'm a guy. Guys don't I'm cry. Sorry. Well, we're we're going to be getting to that in another thing. episode. Oh, are we going to be talking about yes. that in another episode? Oh, you may. Yeah, guys don't cry, Stacey. Oh, we do not cry. All men done. crying. Saving when that. They, saving that for another episode. Right. I will save that. I will save that. <laughs> I'll be right. you both then. Okay. Listen, Anthony, is there yeah. anything? <laughs> listen, I, I, I've got to go to the little boy's room one more time yeah. before we, we do the interview. But listen. Before we go, is there anything you want to play to absolve your sins of screwing <laughs> me over? Hmm. Oh, yes, I do. And I want to play it like 10 times throughout. We're just going to ah, keep ah, breaking and the video. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play uh, a little something, something that Mike has uh, that I should have played. 
before our interview with uh, with Chris, though. All right. No guilt at all. No guilt. No guilt. No guilt. <laughs> We're not about guilt here. We're not about guilt here. And don't forget, I wanted to play it, not my. Yeah, yes. that's true. That's, that's true. right. Yeah. That is absolutely true. So, guys, mm-hmm. after this is Chris. And uh, Chris from here Louisiana. Comes, here comes the video. How's everybody in the clubhouse today, huh? All right. So since we're talking about Slice the Loan Shop, here's a little bit of what I got over the years. You ready? All right. I almost forgot these two right here. Bono and Rocky Three. We saw Sly wearing this uh, offset uh, while he was directing um, in several pictures. Uh, one with Mr. T and uh, a few others when he was in the ring. Uh, anyways, a little over the shot. <laughs> I had nowhere else to put them, so I figured I'd do Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I got one more. Hold on. I almost forgot this one. Last, but certainly not least, the fedora from the shop. <laughs> I mean, how can I forget this? I only wear it every day on my doors. <laughs> they also give you this really cool box. You know, it's got a little story on the side there. And, uh, of course, we all saw Sly doing the unboxing of it on his Instagram and so on. So, uh, not that you need any more convincing to go to the Sly Stallone shop, uh, but take it from me you're looking at anything from the hat to thunderlips cape to boxing gloves to drago's jacket his shorts rocky shorts you name it it's all there anyways keep punching guys back to you in the office we have a gentleman named chris he is from louisiana and he is a ton of fun and he has some very uh unique uh unique situation that he's going to tell us about and how that rocky music helped uh helped you endure during those two days you know what i'm talking about so i'll let you get going welcome chris hey chris chris what's up welcome thank you so much pleasure to be here i've been looking forward to this for such a long time Mike, it's good to see you again after our our tour in april yeah 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 great was it april yeah it was in april yes well was it april jesus maybe that's time goes flies yeah i mean it it goes so fast i i lose track of it so uh, what's been happening with you how have you been Oh, doing well. Can't complain. Um, school ended well for the kids, the boys. Uh, so we've been enjoying our summer vacation. Um, of course, COVID in Louisiana, if you're keeping up with the news, it's pretty bad yeah. down here. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. with the whole vaccination situation. Right. Um, actually, my wife uh, contracted uh, COVID two weeks ago. Oh, no. um, I was vaccinated and yeah. I I contracted mm-hmm. it. I was tested sure. positive a few days ago. Right. But right. thankfully, yeah. symptoms are mild, you know, a little cold, um, lost my sense of smell, but it's coming back very quickly. Okay. Um, so I'm blessed. Can't complain. The boys are fine. Yeah. You know, and so That's school's going to start back up on Friday. In Louisiana, we start pretty early, August Oh, 6th. really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it is August. I Because, so, I mean, what I think it was always uh, either, I, I think in Scranton, the town I grew up in, I think it was either the last week of August or the first week of September, like September 3rd or 4th, yeah, where right. we went back. So, yeah, so it's not too crazy that the kids mm-hmm. go back to school. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 my dad's yeah. from Jersey originally, and they always started uh, the day after Labor Day or the weekend well, after Labor Day. Yeah, the weekend. Well, yeah, that's part, of, right. 
What part of Jersey is he from? He's from Newark. Oh, is he really? So, so, so he's got to be pretty excited about the new uh, Saints of Newark, right? The Sopranos spell. Oh, absolutely. When, when we had a tradition, every Sunday I would go back home and watch it, every episode with my dad. And he would yeah. always tell me, I know where that is, I know where that is, I know where that is. Yeah. And, uh, then when the um, the movie uh, – yeah, made, yeah, he was really, really excited. Yeah, he 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 never left Jersey mentally. He's still there. It, right. now, did you ever go to Holston's? I know this is a Rocky show. I know, no, no. but you never went to Holston's. <laughs> yeah, so one of these days, I'm going to drive Sue. Uh, Sue and I are huge Soprano fans. I mean, massive, yeah. massive. Yeah. And and we're I want to take her out to uh, Holston's and get over the onion rings, and because don't know he wax me. Yeah, <laughs> but, but so you, but you've never been there. I've never been. The only time I was in Jersey, it was for Christmas. My father drove us in our van. I'm yeah. taking us two and a half days. I was probably nine or ten years old. Oh, but it's man. funny you mentioned that, Mike, because it was the best Christmas ever. Because on that Christmas, wow. I received this. Oh <laughs> yes. 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 That that. Awesome. Beautiful. It's untouched, wow. isn't it? Un oh, my gosh. Oh, that's beautiful. So this is wow. one of my prized possessions that I have in my collection. So I just wanted to share that with you all. Nice. That is Perfect. some serious uh, willpower because as a kid, <laughs> I know, right? anything in its box. Yeah. Well, I had the Apollo and the Clubber, and I played with them. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. For some reason, I didn't open up Rocky. I don't, <laughs> don't yeah. Can't open up Rocky. Rocky's yeah. in, he's in Tupperware forever. Oh, yeah. Untouchable, right. Oh, and he'll make another appearance in my story that I share with y'all. So, oh, hey, you know what? Before we get going with this interview, I, I I see you're wearing a boss sweatshirt. I love that, Rocky love Balboa. Rocky now, Ford. we we Rocky actually Ford. happen <clears throat> the uh, excuse me, <laughs> I should have done that in the microphone. So we <laughs> that was loud. So <laughs> we we did our last episode. We did a uh, slice alone shop. Uh, mm -hmm. episode and it one of the things they got is that boss sweatshirt mm -hmm. why don't you tell me what why did you buy that what does that mean to you well rocky four is my favorite film of all time not yeah. just my favorite rocky film it's my right favorite film yeah uh, wow. reasons nostalgia it's the um one of the first movies my father ever took me to in the theater it's the first rocky movie i saw in the theater mm -hmm. right. uh, when I was eight years old and i just remember the scene when Paulie, Duke, and Rocky walk out to the yeah. James Brown performance and they each have one of these sweatshirts on. And of course, Rocky had the white one. Yeah. And that just stuck with me for all these years. Yeah. And as y'all said on the uh, last episode, we couldn't find this stuff as fans. Right. You know, right. The, the right. Night, yeah. the early 2000s. It just didn't exist. Nope. Um, and Lord knows I didn't have the money to buy any of this at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I love sweatshirts. Oh. You know, I love, I just love the feel. I, I mean, it's Louisiana. It's 98 degrees and I'm wearing a sweatshirt, you know. <laughs> very comfortable in my sweatshirts. Right. Um, right, right I don't right, exercise right. in it, though. I mean, I just wear this around the house. I would never, you know, stain it with sweat or anything like that. Um, exactly. Right. Right. No, it's very, it's just precious to me. And so I, I just, I've always, that's one of the things I've always wanted from Rocky. You know, obviously I got the American flag pants. I got, I've been having those for years. Yeah. I got the, yeah. uh, I have the robe. I've always wanted that sweatshirt. Now, Apollo Creed is my favorite character in the Rocky saga uh, for mm -hmm. different reasons. And Mike, I'm sure you know this. In one of the magazines, one of the Rocky Four movie magazines, there's a picture of Carl Weathers in a boss shirt just like this. It's kind of like a purple off blue. 
Yeah. And it's almost like a like a, 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 a glamour shot of Apollo. Right. Uh-huh. But I'm thinking that could have been used in the film because if, you know, Duke and Rocky and Polly had these, Apollo would have had one walking around mm-hmm. Vegas you know, before the fight. Right. Maybe that could be a scene perhaps that mm-hmm. got cut that Sly might put back in because that picture exists. So maybe there's some film of that somewhere. I, I don't know. Right. You know what, Chris? It's interesting that you say that because think about this for a minute. Klitschko. Klitschko was mm-hmm. backed by Hugo Boss. Go watch all of Klitschko's fights. His robe, everything is boss. The very logo you've got on, Klitschko's got that on his robe. So, in other words, maybe boss, Hugo Boss, maybe they repped Apollo Creed during Mm -hmm. his fight Mm -hmm. at MGM Grand with, you know, Ivan Drago. It's quite possible that could have happened. Why not? I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the whole the whole team had it. So yeah, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't it make sense that that total sense? uh, Yeah, totally. It'd be cool to see that now if that's in the director's cut. It'd be like, Mm -hmm. hey, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if in the director's cut it's anything like uh, the uh, novel, the Rocky Four novel, because in that we see a lot of Rocky with Apollo doing the (laughs) trick. There you go. Look at him. That's my man. My man, Chris. He's hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore parkour. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. He knows yeah. it. And in that novel, they talk a great deal about mm-hmm. the training in Vegas or the Rocky and, and, and Apollo. And I wonder yeah. if any of that was filmed. Filmed. I, I really hope so. I because, don't know. Yeah. Maybe. That's another thing I felt that was lacking. It, 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 all of a sudden, they were at the fight. And it was like, well, where are those great training scenes that we see? I mean, here, here was the opportunity for us to see Rocky, yeah, train Apollo. You know, it mm-hmm. kind, of feel, kind of feel like we missed something there. I mean, yeah. someone I would agree. Uh, even if, even if, yeah, Rocky, the role you reversal, know, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the role yeah, reversal, yeah, yeah. Even, even yeah. If, if Duke was going to be the main trainer, I'm sure Rocky would have been there to help him out. So mm-hmm. right. that would have been nice to see. Ho- hopefully, it's there somewhere. That's yeah. interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah, in that chapter that deals with the training, I mean, it's fascinating. They have a scene where they're running up and down the strip. Yeah, jogging, you know, and and Rocky senses Apollo's not taking it seriously. I mean, he's all about the the, the press, and he wants right. to talk to the press. Mm-hmm. And you see Rocky mm-hmm. the whole time, like you got to take this seriously. So it adds yeah. context yeah. to yeah. why Apollo, you know, perhaps didn't take the fight seriously at all. You know, right. back right. right, and on top of everything, Adrian's pregnant. Exactly. Yes, before. yes, she is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. Will that be a different I, I story? If that probably won't be part of Rocky Four, the director's cut, only because if Adrian's pregnant, then yeah. like mm-hmm. what then happened? They, yeah, the <laughs> right. So so they probably won't put that in there. And yeah. and and I probably I agree. I mean, it probably shouldn't be in there, but you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so Rocky Four, uh, Chris, did we say why Rocky Four is your favorite? My father was very particular, as any good father would be, in the movies that I watched growing up. You know, he was very mm-hmm. careful of what I was exposed to. He was a police mm-hmm. officer, so you know, he, I think he just brought that sense of security home to him. You know, from the office mm-hmm. and right. the streets. So I would remember vividly going into my living room, and let's just say a horror movie's on. He's like, "Go to your room," which means mm-hmm. if he wants to watch oh. it. He's not going to let me watch it. Yeah, and yeah. I told Stacy, I remember. Remember the big box TV, the big yes. huge monster. Yeah, TV yeah, sure, sure, yeah. 
So, and every now and then, if I'm being honest, I would sneak out of my room and I would just kind of take a glance at <laughs> my followers watching, you know. But yeah, looking back. Breaking on, the rules. Breaking yeah. the rules. <laughs> well, one day I was out in the living room and he was changing the channels and I wasn't really paying attention. But looking back on it, it was the original Rocky. And I took a look, I took a look at the screen and it was the fight scene with Apollo and Rocky. Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing I picked up on, my father didn't tell me to go to my room. Like he's letting me watch these two guys fight. I've never seen that before. I mean, I'm what, five, six years old at the time. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that. But what captured my attention was, was the physicality, Mm -hmm. was the colors, the the red boxing gloves. I mean, obviously the iconic trunks of Apollo, Mm -hmm. uh, then the Bill Conti music. That comes on and just you know just the face changing the punches that rocky's taking mm-hmm. yeah and, right. but the whole time i'm like why is it my dad telling me to go to my room like he's mm-hmm. letting me watch this with him and then for an eight-year-old for seven year old, that's pretty that's pretty violent yeah well i told my dad again what was that he's like oh that's rocky it's about a boxer i said oh i was like well can we can we watch it again of course this was probably pre-cable which we didn't have okay we didn't have vcr he's like well if it comes on again you know i'll tell you we can watch it so i missed the entire movie except the ending well that that fight scene never got out of my head and so i asked my mom for christmas that year if i could buy one of those old you know, it was like the old cheap um, fiberboard stand where you would stand on a little weak pole with a little red punching bag. And you yep. would just yeah. Punch it. Mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Well, they, they bought me one. And I must have gone through about three or four of those. You know, I mean, I would just <laughs> beat the heck out of it. You know, I'm, and I'm rocky and I would put on my shorts, and my boxing gloves that I got. Right, and I don't right. know, for some reason, when my friends were playing outside, they were riding their bike, riding their skateboard. I just wanted to box. Like, I just yeah. wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I grew up, my father bought me a, a heavy bag. Mm-hmm. And he, he made me a speed bag. My grandfather had this shed in his backyard, and they pretty much transferred that into a little gym for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day after school, I'm not playing outside. I'm not getting in trouble. I'm boxing. I'm boxing. Um, and the first soundtrack that I had was this. I don't know if y'all are familiar with this particular one, if y'all could see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Okay, that so one I've never seen, no. Yeah, it's not the actual um, – it's not like Survivor or right. um, James Brown, oh. but it's just other artists performing the music. Oh, okay. I had this on cassette, and this is all I had. I didn't have the original soundtrack. I didn't have the Rocky Four soundtrack. This is all I had. And I mm-hmm. wore down that tape every day just – boxing my little heart out in my, my yeah. grandfather's That's amazing. Now, my grandfather was a um, World War II veteran, and he was stationed in Italy. Wow. Now, my grandfather had a tendency to, you know, exaggerate a little bit. Um, <laughs> but he told me he did as, some- as, Listen, as all good grandfathers yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 right, right. Um, he said he did a little boxing in the war. And oh. he had these two old pair of boxing gloves oh. in his closet. And one day he would, you know, show me some stuff. And I remember I was just punching the bag, going back and forth from the speed bag to the heavy bag. And my grandfather was out there watching me. And I remember he just said, you got something. Like, you keep doing this. Like, right. I, I see something in you. I was like, okay. But in my head, I didn't want to box. I just wanted to be Rocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just wanted to to, to mimic that. Hello. Hello. someone like that. Yeah, yeah, I had no delusions, of course. In that time in the eighties, right. Mike Tyson was coming up. I mean, Mike right. Tyson just like yeah. I, I'm. I definitely don't want to do that. Like, there's no way you could pay me enough money to get in the ring with a man like that. You know? so, yeah. Yeah, Chris, Chris, let me ask you something. Do you think uh, Tyson was a prototype of Clubber Lang? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 
Oh, yeah. totally. Oh, right? yeah. The fierceness, yeah. The, you know, the talk, you know, the charisma. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. viciousness. viciousness. What, yeah. what Tyson brought is Absolutely. what Stallone put into Clubber Lang. Yeah. I, 130%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just brute it's, force. Absolutely. Yeah. And so as I grew up, I eventually saw Rocky II. Mm-hmm. Then I saw Rocky III. I remember my father rented Rocky III and we watched it. And I swear, right. I was so nervous after seeing him get brutalized in the first fight. Ah. I said, my dad, I said he's going to win right the second. He's going to win. <laughs> I was like, worry. Like, he might yeah. not win. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, of course, he watched it before me. He's like, just watch. Of course, obviously, he, he won. And, and he so when I, was, when I was eight years old, my father said, would you like to go see Rocky IV? Oh, and yes. he took Hello. Me to see, he took me to first see one in the theater. Now it wasn't my first theater experience. My first theater experience was Return of the Jedi. I saw oh, Return cool. of the Jedi uh, in the theater because I think that was 1983. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rocky IV was my first Rocky experience on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you tell an eight-year-old boy to sit down and you're going to watch this James Brown performance with Apollo Creed dancing. And yeah. I'm like, wow, it just blew me away. Yeah. Now, yeah. looking back, I should have picked up on the fact, okay, for this movie to work, Apollo's going to have to lose because what is Rocky going to be fighting for? But in my little head, it's like, no, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, he's right. the greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. always going to win every single fight. And before Creed none, ruined, none of us, none of us picked up on it. <laughs> Apollo's gonna get killed. No, none of us. And before Creed ruined that secret between Apollo and Rocky, that third fight, because I tell you, <laughs> I never wanted to know. Right, right. But yeah. in my head, Apollo yeah. won. Like Apollo won. He's not gonna, you know, he's not sure. Gonna yeah, that's right. why he had the shiner. Exactly. <laughs> I guess when, that was their little hint, right? When Apollo died, mm. It did something. It affected me. Mm-hmm. Like I've never experienced death before. Mm-hmm. Like my grandparents hadn't died up to that point. I never had a friend. Right, right, right. I, I never experienced the loss of a, of a loved one. And for me, Apollo was like a part of my family mm-hmm. and seeing sure. him just getting brutalized. And then of course that last shot where he just slowly. Uh, and cool. now like, correct me if I'm wrong. When Carl Weathers was on the mat and he started to like hemorrhage, that mm-hmm. was not in the script, correct? He did that. For he did that. Yeah, he did that for effect. Oh yeah, which was brilliant. Which was yeah, yeah. Because he thought, <clears throat> what would it be like if someone was going yeah. through some severe Absolutely. beating? That yeah. was all Carl Weathers. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that last punch signifies that you know he broke his brain. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, it was it was brilliant. Well, as, as as we say in Philadelphia. He busted his helmet, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so being an eight-year-old, never experiencing that kind of violence. Mm. Right. And then the music, the crescendo, you know, yeah. Ivan Drago yeah. finally talking, the stare down between Right. Rock. I mean, that yeah. just really, that just, it went straight to the funeral, you know? Yeah. So I cried, you know? It took yeah. me a while to compose myself. And then, of course, I got through the film. I mean, God, the training montage, war. Uh, yeah, fight, you know, just awesome. Training, you know? Yeah. I left the theater crying. Mm. And I remember my dad said, Are you okay? It's like, No, Apollo died. Like, I'm not okay. Yeah, like, I, I want to go back. I want that to change. He's like, He's, right. yeah. He's it still was gone. He's story, still gone. you know. Yeah. Well, a few days later, or maybe a week or two later, I told Stacy this my father brought home the original Rocky Four poster that oh. was in the window at the theater. Nice. Oh, that we, I don't know how he got it for me. You know, maybe he had some pool being a police. I have no idea what he did. Yeah. He convinced somebody to give me that poster. All right. And, All right. Take two seconds. Here. Yes. Could you imagine 
if your father went up to the theater owner and goes, hey, my kid's a fan. Hey, you want to do the right thing? Hey, yeah, you want to yeah. dance, you got to pay the bank. You want a party, you got to pay the man. Give it, give it a poster for my kid, okay? Yeah. Hey, could you imagine your father threatening as a yeah. police officer to break his thumbs? Oh, right. so I, yeah. I love you. I love your dad. That's, That's his Jersey, awesome. Jersey roots coming out, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. So, <laughs> all right, go ahead. So, I got the poster. I immediately had it professionally framed. Nice. And it was on my wall from eight years old to 30. You know, I mean, it was just, it was yeah, all yeah. on my wall. Every apartment I moved into, it was mm -hmm. on my wall. When I bought our, when we bought our first house, me and my wife, it was in my man cave. It was the centerpiece of <laughs> everything because of the right. connection, my dad and the whole, yeah. It was, now it got beaten up over the years um, because sure. before I had it framed, you know, I mean, I just kind of had it tacked onto my wall. But eventually I had it framed, and um, but you can still see some creases in it because they must have folded it, I guess, when they gave it to my dad. So he unfolded it. Um, never had never had the idea to you know maybe have it um, redone. Um, Do you still have it? Well, the hmm. poster you see behind me is not that original poster. That's uh, I bought that off of Amazon a few years ago. Um, no, and there is a story behind that. If you would like me to start that, story. I would love to hear the story. Okay. So the year is 2016. My wife is nine months pregnant. My oldest son is three years old. It's uh, on a, it's a Friday, and you know, normal Friday. My wife's getting ready to go to work. I'm dressed for work. Uh, my my youngest, my oldest son, excuse me, was three, so he was in a pre-K uh, nursery. And uh, my mother-in-law called and said, "Go outside and look at your yard." Mm -hmm. So I go out and look at my yard and I'm like, what am I looking for? She says, is there a lot of water building up? I said, uh, no more than normal. I mean, it was, you know, it was just a rain, a Friday morning rain. She says, well, in our neighborhood, which is about three miles from our house, water is starting to seep up to the house. I said, really? I said, okay. Well, I told my wife and she said, well, I mean, it, it looks okay here. I have to go to work and you know, you need to take Cohen to school. I said, okay. My wife went to work. Um, and then I just started looking out the window instinctively because I, I that's strange. Like, why is water approaching my mother-in-law's house? Mm -hmm. um, we live in a no-flood zone. It's never happened here before. So I'm cautious, but then again, I'm like, this, is, this isn't gonna happen. This is not one of those disaster movies where, you know, the, the water's come rushing in and you have to get everything out and you're, you're holding your kids up and, you know, both <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, two hours go by my son's watching a movie in uh, my man cave and we have two French doors and I look out the window and there's water slowly coming up to our house. And my son had a trampoline and had a little remote car. And I literally watched the car start to float in our backyard out of sight. I'm like, this is happening. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Mm -hmm. So, I didn't want to panic my son. So I called my wife, said, are you at work yet? She got to work. I said, let me send you a picture. So I took a picture of it, sent it to her. I went to the front yard. I'm starting to see gas cans floating in our street. I'm seeing, oh. I'm seeing a lawnmower yeah. floating. Yeah. Like this, this, this is happening. Mm. Um, and, and it's getting closer and closer. My mailbox was about half covered in our front yard. Wow. So I called my mother-in-law and I said, how are y'all doing? She says, water's in our house. We have about two inches of water in our house. I said, okay, Jesus. we don't, have, I said, we don't have water yet, 
but I'm going to start unplugging electrical things. I'm going to start taking important things out. I'm going right. to start right. trying to elevate things as much right. as I can. You know, I've never done this before. And so selfishly, selfishly, <laughs> the room that I'm in right now, this was my media room. So I had all my movies. I had all my Rocky movies. And you can see behind me. I've yeah. had to replace them since the flood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to this room first because this is where our computer was, our printer. I plugged everything. And then I started taking all my Rocky movies, lifting them up, putting up places, different places, all my books and stuff, my Rocky books. Right. And then I went to my son's room and just scoured the areas. Is there anything I need to get like really important? I went to our bedroom and I got as much as we could. Well, my in-laws come and they it took my in-laws probably a good 45 minutes to get from their house to our house. On a normal day, it would have taken five minutes because oh, the roads geez. were just submerged wow. with water. Wow. Yeah. They get to our house. And as soon, and I'll never forget this. I'm I'm still unplugging things from the wall, and I feel water seeping in, touching my fingers as I'm like the carpet area of our house. Yeah, and that's when it really hit me. This is happening. This is happening. Like I can't stop this. I can't. I can't protect my son from this. I can't stop it from happening. I can't protect all of the stuff that we've worked so hard over the years to obtain. So it's just going to happen. So let's just let's get out of the house. I mean, that's all we can do. So we opened up our back party patio door and there was about two to three inches of water. So I took my son and we got out, we got into the truck. My car was still at the house. Luckily my wife took, you know, the new car to work. It was okay. Um, and then we, we just left and my parents live about 45 minutes from us. It took us about three and a half hours to get to my parents' house. Mm. They didn't flood. Thankfully they didn't flood. So we were at my parents' house for about two to three days. And of course, I am an optimist at heart. And so, you know, I didn't want to believe, okay, maybe an inch or two of water might get into the house. That's fine. We can recover that. You know, we, we can deal with that. Well, my wife was, she was like, no, this, this is going to be bad. I think this is worse than you think. So it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday after the Friday, after the flood. And my my wife was watching the news because in Louisiana, I mean, this was wall to wall coverage, if you can mm -hmm. imagine. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, I heard from some friends. I have a friend in Kentucky. He said, Chris, I didn't see anything about the flood. In, like they just didn't show anything. You know, it was so it wasn't national news, mm -hmm. um, but it was a big deal. Um, so because I mean, total devastation. My entire neighborhood was completely devastated. We were all in the same position. We had six and a half feet of water in our house. Because wow. when we got Jeez. back, when wow. we got back to look at it, I mean, you could see the water line all over the house. So you, we measured it. Wow. Um, so my wife was watching the news footage, and there was this helicopter um, footage just going around neighborhoods in Louisiana. And she said, "That's our house. Like I can see our house. Look, that's your boxing, your heavy bag pole that your uh, your brother-in-law installed for you." Yeah. And I looked at it, and I was like, "That's our house." And I could see the water. It's like it's done. It, it's just done. Yeah. It's done. Um, so that's when it hit me. So that Monday we went, we came to the house to assess the house. And again, my wife was nine months pregnant. Her instinct was to go right to the nursery because oh. just made up the nursery for the new baby. Right. I mean, and there was this big water hole swelling part of the house. She literally jumped over it to get nine months pregnant to get to the nursery and she opened up the door and then she just broke down. Like everything. Oh my God. Wow. The crib was turned over. The lamp was turned. I mean, the, the recliner that we bought for it, it was just it was just all destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, and so I told her, I was like, you need to go back to my parents' house and then I'm going to assemble the team and we're going to do what we can do. 
So, you know, and I'm sure y'all heard stories about this. Like as soon as we got to the house, you, the smell, I mean, mm. so what basically happened was water got into the house and it stayed in the house for about six and a half feet overnight on that Saturday. So the water came in on a Friday, it stayed all day Saturday, it started to recede on Sunday. So we came in on Monday, I mean, the water was gone, but our refrigerator was on its back in the kitchen, which means the water got so high it elevated the fridge wow. and it fell on its back. Mm. Um, and of course, all the meat and the seafood that we had in the freezer thawed. I mean, oh, so, man, you, you could just imagine, you know, what we yeah. walked into. Um, complete devastation. And so in a strange way, I'm looking at my house, like everything that we worked hard so for, hard so so hard for. Yeah. My son's nursery is devastated. I didn't even look at my man cave yet. You know, that that I didn't want to go in there. Mm. I mean, years and years of collectibles that I was saving for my children. I mean, yeah. I had I I had the original Millennium Falcon from 1977. Oh, nice. for my son. Oh boy. Right. Mike, Mike, all the Rocky figures that you have carded that came out in like the early 2000s before yeah. Balboa. I had yeah. all those carded saved uh. for my sons. Um, and I knew that it that they're they're, they're gone, they're destroyed. Yeah, you know, in the big yeah. of life, it's obviously it's not the most important thing, but you know, when you work hard for that and you save for that and it has sentimental value, it has nostalgic yeah, right. value. Of course, still hurts, still hurts. You're saving it for your children, you know, it, it, yeah. it does. It's like it's like a death, it's like a, a mini death. Um, not to mention how much money you put into these things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of glad that I didn't discover the slice alone shop until after the flood. Oh my gosh. So anyway, um, in a strange way, I had this calm over me and I can't explain it. And I'm just surveying the house. I'm just looking at everything. Like I see all my Creed Blu-rays on the floor. I see my Rocky four movie on the floor. I see my Rocky four poster from 1985 mm. on the floor. Um, Water just seeped into it, completely destroyed. But something overcame me, and and I'm not making this up. The scene in Rocky IV, Duke's talking to Rocky in Russia. It's my favorite scene of the movie. Mm -hmm. You know what you got to do. Mm -hmm. And there's this pause, and then Duke looks at him with this intensity. Do it. Yeah. Do it. That's all I can think about. Like I have a wife, I have a child, I have an unborn son coming. I can't worry about my losses. I can't dwell on what happened. It happened. Now we got to move on. Yeah. And now we got to rebuild. And, you know, hopefully God willing, this never happens again. Yeah. Right. So I had a great team of help. My coworkers, family, unbelievable. I had 20 people at my house ready to go to work. And we gutted my house. Um I learned more about drywall than I ever thought I would in my life. <laughs> um, taking out nails with hammers still to this day. I was like, oh my, I had like PSTD, all the nails that we had to remove from the walls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now there, there was a blessing uh, behind this because when we were tearing down the walls, we noticed this huge termite nest, which we probably never would have realized that was there. <laughs> so we was able right. to that, That's you know? a good thing. Looking for the positives, you know, looking for the positives. Yeah, yeah. You know, my wife was able to remodel the house the way she wanted, you know, make some changes that she wanted to. Mm -hmm. So we decided to stay. Yeah. Um, and we had really good friends that invited us to live with them um, from Labor Day until the time that we needed. So we moved in with them. So we literally brought our newborn son home to a good friend of mine's home, not our home. Right. I mean, how gracious does one have to be to? And what know, year? What year was this, Chris? This was 2012. 
this was 2012. Yes, yeah, yeah. 2012. And so, and what was the storm system that brought that in? It was just. Oh, I'm so sorry, I misspoke. 2016. 2016. 2016. Um, 2016. It was just one of those. They they call it to this day a one in one thousandth rainstorm that will never happen again. It, it just wow. it was this rain that just stood over Louisiana for three days, okay. and it just didn't go away. Of course, in 2012, see, I was thinking of Katrina in 20, was that 2005 in New yeah. Orleans? Okay. Yeah. yeah, 2005. Um, Like, we were fine in Baton Rouge, you know, Louisiana. We did, I mean, we got some wind, we got some rain, but nothing like New Orleans obviously got. Um, You know, it's yeah. funny, not not everybody gets the benefit of building an ark before, I know, I know, your Rocky Four poster took a hit, which, Ooh, yeah. which you know, it, that's not easy to see. Again, I'm with you when you're saying it's all about family, and that I, I, I get it. Mm. Yeah. But there's a part in the back of your brain that says, "My Rocky Four poster." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You yeah. know, it's the Rocky Four poster. It's the ro- yeah, it's, not it's the one that your dad got easy. you. You know what I'm right. saying? That, that, that piece right. is so like. Yeah. Oh. Like you yeah. can't. I mean, I'm sure if I go to eBay, I can probably find somebody that has a 1985. Yeah. But it's not the same, and I don't want to see yours. Yeah. Like that. No, yeah. I know. I know. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So to make a long story short, we moved in with my friend, and we moved out around the week after Thanksgiving. And the FEMA trailer was put in front of our front yard, and we lived in the FEMA trailer from November to about March of the following year. Man. And I tell y'all. That space was so small. <laughs> it was the best family time that we ever had together. Like for Christmas, we had this little Charlie Brown tree. You know, it wasn't a big deal. You know, uh, for Thanksgiving, we had, you know, just a, a small little meal in the dining area. And then we started decorating for Christmas. I mean, it, it was it was fantastic. Like we grew together as yeah. a family. Of course. You know, and we really learned what we could handle together. Yeah. Um, and of course, the process of renovating the house, and I shared this with Stacy. Yeah. Like people understand that I love Rocky, my friend. My, <laughs> they they understand, but, and they don't make fun of me. They don't mock me. They, may, they don't understand. They don't get it, but they understand it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing the Rocky Four soundtrack in the house, gutting walls, tearing yeah, down, the floor, yeah. ripping up carpet. And I must have played No Easy Way Out on repeat. Mm-hmm. For a good two to three hours every day. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. it spoke to I, me. It motivated me to get through that. All right. Yeah. I got a I got a problem right here. What? Yeah. My problem is who are these people you're hanging out with? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you who know, are these so people? A problem. I right. mean, you're 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 working through drywall, no easy way out. You know, Chris, I think the coolest part about what you explained with the Rocky music, that was my favorite part when we were talking. My visual, you know, in Rocky Four, you have the train, that 
music and he's training and he's, you know what I mean? It keeps him going. I'm picturing like that same thing, except on a construction site. It's like, uh, it's like a construction, uh, construction yeah. montage and everybody's yeah. pulling down drywall and, you know, getting you built back up. And yeah. I just yeah. picture all these, you know, construction and drywall and all that stuff like the countless television shows that have used rocky as uh, as montages right yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah construction exactly whatever. yeah yeah so chris at any point when you're doing the construction do you step back and do you say wow this is like a rocky moment yeah oh absolutely absolutely yeah. um as I said earlier, my wife was nine months pregnant at the time. So she was very limited in coming wow. into the house because we didn't want mm -hmm. her around the chemicals and the, you know, the, the dust. Wow. And right. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned uh, earlier that my favorite scene in Rocky four is the scene between Duke and Rocky, you know, mm -hmm. upstairs uh, before he starts to train. My second favorite scene is obviously the scene between Adrian and Rocky mm -hmm. because I am, I'm a very thin skinned person by nature. Um, I don't take criticism very well. I kind of I, I try to stay away from you know people being uh, critical of me just because you know it could go back to my childhood, self esteem issues, whatnot. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that scene in Rocky Four when Adrian tells Rocky, "You can't win," and then Rocky just turns right. her. Now, if I were Rocky, knowing my personality, I would have fought back at that. Like I would have been so hurt. Mm -hmm. My, my skin would have just been shredded. I would have had to fight back and, you know, and almost get mad at Adrian and say, like, how dare you, you know, doubt my ability to beat this man. So now my motivation is just to prove you wrong. You know, <laughs> now that wasn't Rocky's motivation, obviously. I mean, he was pure and, you know, good. And yeah. So the whole time looking at the house and, you know, some of the, the stuff that we we're doing, I'm thinking like that. What if my wife is saying, you know, you can't do this. Like, you're not going to be able to rebuild this the way it was. Let's just stop. Let's just sell it. Let's just get rid of it and move on with our life. So I kind of used that as my motivation as well, um, you know, just to to be happy with the progress that we're making, but at the same time, keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. keep Chris, going. let me let me say something here. That's heavy. Mm -hmm. That that is a heavy moment because I'm putting myself in your shoes, but in my life, and if uh, there's there's no there's a few people on the planet that know me pretty good uh no nobody knows me like sue knows me she's seen me mm -hmm. fail struggle and succeed over 33 years so if i'm using what you're saying i'm thinking if my wife tells me that do i am i fighting back or am i saying Oh man, she knows me so well. Mm. Boy, I think I'm gonna follow her lead on this. Mm -hmm. How how did you how did you find the strength to keep going like that? Well, I mean my biggest fear, you know, didn't come true. She never ever was critical. Ah. She never ever said anything to bring me down because she know I mean she knows me. Right, <laughs> and, right. Know, we'll, we'll be married. 15 years coming up. And so she knows, she knows my triggers. She knows what buttons to push, what not yeah. to push in the moment and, you know, in the situation. So she may have thought this task is just not, we can't, we can't win. Like, yeah. We, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, it's just, and if we do, what have we won? Cause all of our stuff is gone. Just like Rocky, all of our stuff is gone. Yeah. Right. Gone. Like, what are we going to win if we rebuild this house? Yeah, yeah. Um, She never did that. She was there. 
she literally came up to me. This was probably day five or six of construction. And we're outside kind of, you know, scourging through our, our possessions. And she said, okay, today's the day. I said, what do you mean? She said, I have all of your figures. They're in this big box. Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do with them? Do you want me to save them? Do you want me to open them up for you? Do you want me to clean them? What do you want me to do? I said, don't tell me. Just do what you think is best. And so a few days later, I had all my Rocky figures opened up, cleaned in a bucket. And I have them now. My kids play with them every day. I love it. So little things like that. You know, she knows me so well. You know, she she never would have said, well, this is junk. We don't need this. Just No, she says, what do you want me to do with these? She knew Mm -hmm. was important to me. You know, Chris, as we say in Philadelphia, uh, how long has been married? <laughs> It'll be 15 years. Yep. 15 Amazing. years. 15 Amazing. years. All right. Listen, Chris, we have taken so much of your time tonight. I, number one, I want to thank you oh, yeah. for taking your time with us. Number two, I have a little question I like to ask <laughs> everybody. We love right? this question. I, I love this question. Chris, 30 seconds. You're in an elevator. Sylvester Stallone. You're going two floors. <laughs> what do you say to him? Mr. Stallone, I want to thank you for creating a character that will stand the test of time, that has changed the lives of millions of people, and I'm one of them. Thank you so much for the spirit that Rocky brings to the world every day through countless generations. Um, he is your legacy. He is what the world will know you for. And just thank you so much for that generosity and giving us such a beloved character the way you have. Thank you, Mr. Stallone. Oh my God. Knocked so- it out of <laughs> the park. Beautiful. That's probably the best one yet. Chris, can I just tell you when I posed this question to Stacy, she took <laughs> seven and a half minutes. <laughs> it yeah. was the longest <laughs> elevator ride yeah. in history. Fast talker, so she didn't yeah. get out. She didn't get out of the elevator. She never oh, got out. She, he she got, got out. She didn't get out. She I had, hit the emergency stop. I said it broke down. <laughs> she had Stacy tell she told me in a secret conversation she had ether. In a cotton rag, she puts it over Sly's face. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's it. It duct tape Sly. Yeah. Listen, you nailed it. You nailed it. That was beautiful. Mm. Chris, your your story is absolutely amazing. You, my friend, are a brilliant first class Rocky fan. Mm -hmm. I thank you for being on the show. I thank you for uh, all your uh, messages you send me, and Mm I I. I would like to bring you back in in the future to maybe when we do Rocky Four, when we talk about the entire movie, maybe yeah. you're our guest host and oh, you offer all idea. your thoughts. Yeah, wow. you're you're wow. you're the you're a force on Rocky Four. Yep, I love you it. You don't have to ask me twice. I'll be there. <laughs> Beautiful. I'll put it on my spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> on spreadsheet. For I those put- of you that this is our Stacy, this is our spreadsheet, our our code symbol. Yeah. No, Mike, will this be before or after the uh, Rocky versus Drago is released? Before. Get- before. Before. Yeah. Okay. before. We're before. going to do the Rocky Four review of the 85 yeah. movie, uh, Rocky Four. We're going to do that before the Rocky Four review. Because okay. yeah. yeah. then we're going to review that one. Sure. Yeah. So. yeah. Chris, well, thank you, my thank friend. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank Great you, Give us a key punch in before you go. Key? Key punch. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Rocky Four.
Thanks, Chris. Bye, Chris. Bye. 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 Oh, see, now it's like fans like that. This is why we do the podcast, right? I mean, the guy has had so many struggles to go yeah. through that. Holy, yeah. to, mm, to play the Rocky Four music while he's rebuilding his house. My God. That, I mean, that's, that is the Rocky spirit, the Rocky mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. That guy mm-hmm. embodies the Rocky spot. I mean, Anthony, what do you think about him? Yeah, uh, I, I did a lot of listening to him because his story was... It was it was amazing because yeah yeah like you said he really embodied it because he went through something and we were we were talking a little bit uh, beforehand um, with Chris he had to deal with something that was out of his control so mm. you know he walked into his house and he said he, he he was trying to take what he can but there was a point where he had to let go and he had to walk away and that's that's tough like you know. You're seeing something happen, but you can't do anything about it. And when he it's came your back, home, it's yeah. your home, yeah. your home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and his home, but in any situation, when you feel powerless, there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back and he sees all this stuff and namely that poster that you could tell meant so much to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, but to pull it all back together and have that construction scene and, 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 and to have that music blaring and he's putting everything mm-hmm. back together piece by piece. Uh, mm-hmm. That takes a lot of strength, like you said, Mike. That's heavy, and 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 he got through it. I don't know what I would do in that situation. That was that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it, it the situation is so wildly rare. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's not. Yeah, it's not like oh, what did you do in your flood? And this is what I did in my flood. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? That that is not a usual circumstance. And, right, and even right, right there, right. he went right to Rocky, and I just. I don't know. I, I enjoyed uh, the pre-interview with him. I, the more he talked, yeah. I was like, "Oh, he's going to be fantastic!" Because yeah, yeah he's great. he just yeah. he, he captures the whole spirit. Um, and he applied, he re- yeah, he applied it to the situation. Yeah, he he did <laughs> to have a uh, wife nine months pregnant. Yeah, oh, especially on top up, of it, Jesus. on top of all that. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, after spaghetti dinner on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to be nine months pregnant, yeah, really, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. And then you, another heartbreaking story where she's got to come in and see the nursery just, yeah, also, yeah. There's a, there was mm. a lot of uh, reasons and, and and ways they he could have just said forget this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but he but he didn't, and that is what the Rocky Spirit's all about. Yeah, it is. It, it, it really is. And that, that's a guy that uh, I really, if I was wearing a hat right now, I would take it off to Chris yeah. and his family. And um, Chris, thank you so much for being part of the yeah. show, being part of this podcast and telling mm-hmm. your story. Because it's not always easy uh, to open up about loss and mm-hmm. relating it to Rocky. Um, yeah. And you are in safe quarters here, my friend. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So is everyone else. This is the, uh, this yes. is the place to be to be free. If <laughs> you are a Rocky fan and <laughs> you need a place to come and chill and listen uh-huh. to us, come on here. Talk to us. <laughs> yeah. Send out your messages to mm-hmm. us and we'll get that to Stacy. Stacy will do a pre-interview yeah. because yeah. she is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank amazing. You. I mean, Thank this you. is what she Manager. was born to do. Yeah, Thank representative. You. Uh, 
You're sweet. You're very sweet. Hello. You guys, you're very sweet. I am learning <laughs> that all the sensitive people of the world are Rocky fans, and it's we're true. all booyah. I just, true. Yeah, it's Chris like, was another one. It's true. Yeah, the, there's an extra amount of kindness, sensitivity, compassion, and so I'm hearing it over and over again um, yeah. that it, everyone's like, "My people." Oh my god, I found my people. I yeah, found my, my people. people. Yeah, over and over and over. My tribe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot guys, of fun. Before I sign out, and I'm yeah. going to sign out very shortly. <laughs> but before I, this is a great interview. I re, this is one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. <clears throat> before we go, what would you guys say if we had our parents on to talk about <laughs> us? Would I, that be would that be interesting? That would be very yes. cool. We're going to have to do some convincing. Yes, but that would be very very cool. All right, very cool. Yeah. All right, I let's see what yeah. we can do because yeah. I work on think it. I <laughs> think our parents could be very inspirational yeah. to a lot of people out there. So work on yeah. that and yeah. uh, listen. Sure. If you guys are and I'm when I say you guys, I mean like you know, general public. Like if you guys <laughs> are wondering what to do, come to Philadelphia, take the Yo Philly Rocky Film yes. Tour. Yep. If you need a plumber in Canada, who can you call? <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, my man, Anthony. Right here. All right. And if you need an emotional boost, if you need to be reminded of why you're a Rocky fan, you can call my good friend Stacy. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I can talk about that all day. Yes. Is there <laughs> anything before we say goodbye? Is there anything you guys want to push, promote, or say? Yeah, we're just gonna promote us, of course, right? Instagram, Rocky Files, the Rocky mm -hmm. Files, email, yeah. RockyFiles yeah. at gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. We're on Podbean. Mm -hmm. We're on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, yeah. TikTok. TikTok, TikTok now. We, yes, we just added. Oh that. my god, we just oh my added god. TikTok. It's I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It, I had no yeah. idea we're it's, on TikTok. It, <laughs> yes. It just started. We're we're on TikTok too. It's baby, baby TikTok. Baby Rocky yeah. Files on TikTok. Uh, and Facebook. Uh, just yeah, everything is we're everywhere. <laughs> we're everywhere. Everywhere. So please, yeah, everybody rem remember, fans, if you have ideas, thoughts, concerns, send the questions. What <laughs> do you want to talk about? Send them yeah. because our girl Stacy is on it. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. ready to go on it. We're super, yeah. uh, we're super reachable. Uh, yeah, we're we're super open. We'll listen to anything. Yeah, you know, you got thoughts. Yeah. You got. Mm -hmm. Let us have it. Let us hear it, Stacy. Bring all it on. Over. We'll take care of it. She's all yeah. over. She, she's all she's over. like, she's like, beauty on a gorilla. <laughs> she's she's on it. <laughs> oh, wow, well, that's a new <laughs> yeah. guys. I I gotta go. I, okay. I gotta go. I'm gonna go and enjoy the rest of my evening. You two have a great evening, and to all our fans who are watching, yes, we love you. Thank See you. See you again. Love you all. And, and always keep punch punching. Punch yeah. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Bye. Boom. <laughs>